so Sunday, um, when um, uh, I had mentioned a, um, uh, a teaching that we did uh, a couple a couple of years ago, actually, that somewhat mimicked, it didn't really mimic, but it hit on a point that we had talked about on Sunday, where, where it was, you know, uh, like, like, we're supposed to want to grow from something, right? Uh, or, or at least say we do, right? But how do we move on from those things when those things that we're that that we're supposed to grow from are things that we like, or, th- or things that we're drawn to? Okay. And so if you if you weren't on the call Sunday, um, I'm gonna I'll post it tonight, and then I'll post this right after it. Listen to those back to back because it's kind it, it kind of leads into it. And so I said, well, what I'll do is I'll see, um, I'll read over what we what I did a couple of years ago and just kind of uh, uh, drill down on that a little bit on uh on uh tonight because so many people are with us now that weren't with us then you know when 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 we talked about this and we didn't really have a time on sunday to kind of hone in on it because it wasn't like a main thing but um you know essentially we talked about growth um we we we, you know we talked about uh you know uh god's grace and god's mercy we talked about you know well you know do we you know do we uh do we continue in sin you know what I mean? Because grace abounds. You know, like Paul says, like no, God forbid. Of course not. You know what I mean? And um, however, you know that's easy to say. But if we're real about some things, there are some things that we know that God is calling us from or pulling us out of. But it, but we like it. You know, and growth means having to walk away from it. Uh, what, what it was like, for you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people uh, that should show forth the praise of Him who did what? Who have called you where? out of darkness into the marvelous light. And there are things about darkness that we don't like, but truth be told, there are things about darkness that we've gotten used to or that we've gotten accustomed to or that our flesh likes. And we're like, how do I separate myself? Listen, some people love a good fight, love a good argument. For one way, reason or another, you always want to pick whether it's whether it's a spouse or a, or a sibling or or a coworker. Nothing gets you going like a good fight, or nothing gets you going like like you know, I ain't gonna let nobody talk to me like that. I'm going to say. And the last thing you're thinking about if somebody does something to you is how can I how can I walk humble here? How can I represent God here? How can I how can I show myself to be a believer here? That's the last thing I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about Brian or Diamond because they're good Christians. I'm talking about me. And that sometimes the last thing I'm thinking about is what can I do to represent Christ? I'm thinking about how I can get back, how I can, you know what I mean? Like, or, 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 or I'm already running through my mind, all the drama. I'm, I'm, listen, before we even have the first words, I'm already seven sentences in. I know exactly what I'm going to say when you say this. I know exactly what I'm going to do when you do that. I'm already, and I played it out in my mind. And that is not, and I, watch this. And I haven't said one word of prayer yet. And I've already, I've already fussed, I've fussed, I see you, Ma, I've fussed it out in my mind. I've already gone through the argument. And Charmaine, I haven't said one word of prayer yet. Because that part of me, although I know it needs to go, I like it. <laughs> I'm used to it. Watch this. And it's been a part of me for a lot of my life. And, and, and look, and, and for wh- where I was, I feel like it helped me survive. And I feel like I needed it. But now I'm being asked to lay down the weight and the sin that so easily <laughs> beset me, right? And 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 now I got to lay this down. And so and so we talk about how can I how can I not love the things that I'm drawn to? And so it was from First John chapter two, verse fifteen and sixteen. Okay, First John chapter two, verse fifteen and sixteen. And here's what it says: It says, "Do not love the world or the things in the world, for if anyone loves the world," The love of the father is not in him. 
All right. If anyone loves the world, it says, then it says the love of the, the, then the love of the father is not in him. Verse 16 says, for all that is in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the father, but of this world. And so it says what? So it says in it, that this is that we, we're told three things. Don't love the world. It says, don't love the things of the world. And it says, and if we do love the world, then it means the love that the father's not in us. Okay. So don't love the world. Don't love the things of the world. And if we do love the world, then the father's not in us. But again, how, how do I not love the things that I'm drawn to? Naturally. Watch this. So what is the world? When, when we talk about the world, we're talking about the, the, the system of things, right? The culture, the way we, the way the world, the way this place goes about business, the way people are treated. We're talking about priorities. We're talking about the definition of success, that you're not successful unless you have this kind of house, or unless you live in this neighborhood, or unless you have this kind of car, or if your bank account says it, all that kind of stuff. That's the world. You got to have these brands. You got to have that. You got, and so that's, that, that's that's what we're talking about. We're talking, like the system of the way that this place operates. And it says you cannot love the system. Watch this. So, so when we replace it, here's what it says. There's three things. Do not love the system. Do not love the things in the system. Uh-oh. There we because see now, listen, I say something. If I if I could do a conference in May and say, I'm gonna teach y'all how to be prosperous with the word and how to get your stuff and how to get your cars and your house, and I will I will sell out the Walter E. the convention center. I will sell out the convention center for three nights if I promise people I will tell you how you can use the Bible. Watch this to get the things of this world. Oh my goodness, but it says if we love the world. Tracy, if we love the things in the world, Carla, it says, then the love, then the father is not in us, right? So that's the things of the world, the system, the culture, and the priority, right? Uh, and so, the, so those things, it says, are not from God. It talks about the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes. Lust is just the strong desire for something or to fulfill a selfish want or selfish, like, uh, or a sort of self-pleasure, okay? And then the pride of life, talking about what? The feeling of self-sufficiency, uh, about how great I am. Look at all my accomplishments, saying don't love those, because the only thing in the world will lead to what, is the lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and then it says the pride of life. And then it goes a little bit further. Watch this, watch this. It goes a little bit further. If you go to James 4.4, 4, let's keep reading in, in, in James, watch this. It tells us not to be what? Friends of the world, friends of the system. Watch it. James 4, 4 says, adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Who, whoever, therefore, wants to be a what? Friend of the world makes himself. Understand that it doesn't say that God makes you an enemy of his. It says that those who, therefore, wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. So it says what? So, okay, don't love the world, the things of the world. That means that the love of God's not in you. Then it says what? Don't be friends with the world. I see you, Sierra. Then watch what it says after that. Then watch this. John 15, 18 through 19. Y'all know this is Bible study. Uh, watch this. So we're going to be, we're going to be in the pages. Watch this. It says, so not, so not only don't be friends with the world, it says, don't expect the world to be friends with you. Oh my goodness. Here we go. John 15. I see you, Crystal. I see you. John 15, uh, 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 18 
through uh, 19, New King James Version, because I'm feeling holy tonight. I can't do NLT. I'm feeling I'm feeling preacher tonight. So I got to go New King James or King James. Watch this. It says, if the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. This is what God, this is what Jesus is saying. If the world hates you, keep in mind they hated me first. If you belong to the world, it would love you as its own. As it's as it is, you do not belong to the world. Watch this. But you have, but I have chosen you. Here we go. We love the world word chosen. I see you, Natalie. We like to be chosen when we think it's going to mean that I'm special. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get. We said, no. I have. Don't expect them to be friends with you. He says, I've chosen you. What out of the world? Out of the world. That is why the world hates you. So don't love the world. Let's just make sure we're clear on this. We see. Don't love the world. Don't love the things in the world. Don't be friends with the world and don't expect the world to love you. Okay. So we hear that, right? And we see what the world is, the system. But here's, here's where the conflict is. But what about the world that's in me? Uh-huh. Because I know Charmaine and L'Oreal is not worldly. I know Tracy ain't worldly. But, but the rest of us, we some of the world, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life is in us. There it is. I see you, Ma. Watch this, Charmaine. So then what happens, right, with the world? Why would we need to be warned about the lust of the flesh and lust of the eyes and pride of life if it weren't possible that something about in us would be drawn to it? Come on. Watch this. A lot of words. That's an old old church word, uh, worldly here. Worldly in us. Watch this. Why would we need to be warned about these things, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life, if it were not possible that something in us would be drawn to it? If there was no temptation for it, we wouldn't need to be warned warned about it. But it's because it is in, uh, and that's why it is so easy to where, and and we see it in the church all the time. This is why I talk about the church because it starts with us that we can get distracted and drawn away by things that have nothing to do with kingdom building, nothing to do with worship, and everything scintillates what the eyes and the ears and our emotions and this, and we've got to, you know, and so we've got to, we've got to, you know, uh, uh, we got to be cutting edge, and we've got to make sure that we do things that draw people's attention, and we got, so we come up with all these gimmicks and all this stuff. Why? Because to appeal to what? The flesh and the eyes. We do it all the time. I told you, I could, I could, I can do, I can do a singles conference and I'll sell out the convention center. I can do, I can do all these things. I can do, you know, prosperity uh, uh, conference and set, and, and not teach anybody about the Bible at all, but because, but I will appeal to the eyes and to the flesh because it is in us. Watch this, James 1 13 through 14. Here we go. Here's how we know it's in us. It says, James 1, 13 through 14, says, let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. God is not tempting you. It says, God God can't be tempted by evil, and God doesn't tempt you with evil. It says, but each one, here we go, is tempted. Here's when you're tempted. Don't blame God. But it says what? But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. It is in us. But I'm not supposed to love the world. But what happens when the world is in me? Oh, my goodness. James says that God does not tempt us. He he doesn't say he doesn't even say the world tempt us. Doesn't even talk about the enemy. He says that we are tempted by the things that are inside us. (laughs) 
Yeah, I told y'all. 2023 coming for us. Coming. Oh, Brian, by the way, um, uh, I met somebody who uh, who knows you, uh, Jerome Woods. I had, uh, yeah, yeah. He said he knows you. Grew up, grew up with you, or whatever. He said you're a good dude, and he said that brother can preach. I said, ah, you shouldn't have told me that because <laughs> when I when I need a week off, Brian gonna open up that Bible. All right, here we go. Um, <laughs> so look, so James says what that God does not tempt us, and that the world, but we are tempted, Tracy, when we are when we're drawn away by our own desires. Oh my goodness. See, I love, see, I can, again, I can sell out, I can sell out a whole convention center saying what to do when Diamond tempts you, or what do you do when Charles and Brenda is, is pulling that? No, but what if we say you need to get your stuff together because you're only tempted when it's appealing to something that's inside of you. <laughs> oh my goodness. There it is, Tracy. All right, here we go. Watch this. Mark 7, here's Jesus talking in case y'all didn't, in case you, in case you have a hard time receiving from James, here's Jesus and so Mark, Mark 7, 21 through 23. I ain't even take a nap today. Watch this. That Mark 7, 21 through 23. Says, here's Jesus. From for from within, out of the heart of men proceeds evil thoughts. So from within, that's where the evil thought, this is Jesus. Adulteries, fornications, murders, theft, covetedness, wickedness, deceit, lewdness, uh, an evil eye blasphemy, pride, foolishness. He says, all these things come from within and defile a man. <laughs> listen, listen to me. Jesus is saying that there is nothing from the outside that's defiling you. Nothing. It ain't, here we go. Y'all don't, it's not them. It's you. No, it's not you. It's me. I, I'm not, it's not, it's not you, Diamond. Brenda's not you. Lori is not Charles is not you. I'm, it's me. It's it, Natalie Val. It's it. Listen. It says that it's not coming from the outside. Jesus says it's from. He he says that there's nothing from the outside to find it. He says from out of the heart that's inside proceeds what evil thoughts that's inside. And then he wraps it up. Says all these evil things come from within and defile a man. Doesn't it make it clear why David prayed? Creating me a clean heart. Uh, whatever you got, to, whatever you, isn't it when Paul says, the good that I want to do, I don't, and the bad that I know I shouldn't do, I still do, and oh, I'm conflicted. And we all face that. The truth is, there are things inside of me. I ain't talking about Brian or Charmaine. I'm talking about me. There are things inside of me that are opposite of what God wants, and the world is full of it, and I'm drawn to it. It's like a magnet. And the only, watch this. It, a, you have one magnetic mag, magnetic uh, 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 item and another one. The only reason they come together is because it's drawn to it. And so we have the stuff. That's right. We that's right, Brian. We become our own worst enemy. So so here I am. I've got this inside of me, and then I've got things in the world that attracts it. The only reason it's attracting me or pulling me to it is because it's inside of me. All right. So what do we do? What do we do? So how do I not love or not be friendly? Like, we're not supposed to love the world, the things of the world. not supposed to be friends with the world. Don't expect the world to love us. How do I not be friendly or love the things that I'm drawn to because of what's in me? All right, here we go. If you need, if you, if you take a note, here's what you write. Number one, we need to, we need to take responsibility. Number one, I got to stop blaming uh, Tracy for my problems. I got to stop, I got to stop blaming Sierra for, you know, um, 
for holding me accountable. It ain't her problem. It's on me. I need to take responsibility. Can't blame others. No excuses. And watch this. Paul sets the example for taking responsibility. We talked about this. Romans 7, 15 through uh, 20. Romans 7, 15 through 20. He says, this is, this is, uh, this is, um, uh, uh, NLT. He says, I really don't understand myself for I want to do what is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. And then he says, but if I know, right, he says, but if, but, but if I know that what I'm doing is wrong, this shows that I agree that the law is good. 17. So I'm not the one doing wrong. Here it is. We talked about it Sunday. It is sin living where? Outside of me where Diamond is and Carla and Charles. No, no, no. It's sin living in me that does it. He's taking responsibility. Verse 18. And I know that nothing good lives in me. That is my sinful nature. Listen to all the eyes and me and my, me. It's my sinful nature. And remember, we talked Sunday about if we all realize this about ourselves, then we understand God had, and we love the grace and mercy God shows us, but we have to love the mercy and grace that God shows Crystal. And we got to be thankful that God, you know, and, and, and by the way, and if I need that grace, I need to extend it to someone else. Here we go. I know that nothing good living in me. That is my sinful nature. I want to do what is right, but I can't. I want to do what is good, but I don't. I don't want to do what is wrong, but I do it anyway. But if I do what I don't want to do, I'm not really the one doing it. It is the sin living in me that does it. Accountability. Responsibility. It's me. It ain't you. I know you made me upset, but that's not a reason to respond to you the way that I did. I know you did me wrong, but it's this, but I, and I reacted according to what? The sin in me. Because I know what I know what the spirit says is to forgive, right? The spirit says is to pursue peace with one another, right? But the sin in me says, get back. All right. So we talk about we need to what? We need to, we need to take responsibility. Here's number two. We need to, we need to, we need to understand. And I would like even like to, I'd even like to to go further. We need to understand and 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 act on where to go for help. That's right, Carla. We got to take responsibility. Understand where to go for help and go. <laughs> Watch this. Here go, here, here go, here Here's the good news. This is where this is where some of y'all may need to log off and catch the rest later. Cause this is I hope this hits you. Watch this. Hebrews 4, 15 through 16, Ma. Watch this. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weakness. Bam. Right there. Talking about Jesus. So for we do, and this is what's this is what's funny. Isn't it amazing? How the Bible says that Jesus can sympathize with our weakness, but we got people here on earth who act like they can't understand why we weak. That's it. I'm done. I didn't. That's the Holy Spirit. We got people on earth who can't understand how you struggle with that. I don't understand how you do. I don't understand. Watch this. People, people say that. I've said that before about people, and I've been dead wrong about that. How can I act like I don't understand how someone struggles with this? Uh, someone could do this. I may not have struggled with that, but I understand. I, un- I see you, Brenda, but I, under- I understand struggle. I understand weakness. I see you, Tracy. I'm guilty, too. I told y'all 2023 is coming for us. It ain't about nobody else. We ain't going to talk. We ain't talking about no haters at all this year. You go to another church for that. I ain't worried about anybody. We're talking about from what's inside of us. That's where we building from. How in the world? 
can 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 I sit on stand on a pulpit or have a mic in my hand or be holier than thou when even the when 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 the writer of Hebrews say Jesus sympathizes with our weakness and I can't show you no sympathy? Okay. But I'm supposed to be a Christian, which means Christ-like. And so if I'm Christ-like, then I can sympathize with your weakness. Okay. All right. Or at least want to grow to the point that I can sympathize with your weakness. Tatiana just want to fight everybody. Tatiana throw hands in a second. She can't sympathize with nobody's weakness. You want to fight all the time, Tatiana? Now, here we go. Watch this. He says, we, for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weakness. Watch this. But was in all points tempted as we were, watch this, yet without sin. Okay? Tempted, but did not sin. So it's possible to be drawn to the thing that's within you that connects to the world and not act on it. Don't forget, isn't it in Proverbs? We read, we read the whole book of Proverbs that said, a man without self-control is like a city without walls. And back then, the walls of a city was the protection that it had from outside people. It built the borders uh, so you knew where the city was. It was protection from, from, from enemy raids and things like that. And imagine that the enemy running havoc on our lives because we're like a city without walls because we don't have self-control. Because everything we're drawn to do, we do it. Because every impulse we have from the inside, we just do it. It says Jesus was what? Tempted at all points as we were, we get without sin. Now, here's the good news again. It says, verse 16. So therefore, let us come boldly to the throne of grace. Not just me, not just Diamond, not just Carla. All of us can come to the throne of grace. While it says that we can obtain mercy and find grace to help us in the time of need. That when I'm struggling, I can still come, not meek, not embarrassed, but come boldly to the throne. Because again, where else will you, where else should we go? It says, let us what? Therefore, come come boldly to the throne of grace, Carla, so we can find, so we can obtain mercy and we can find grace to help us, Brian, in a time of a need. All right. So we got those first two points. Here we go. Here's another one. Take responsibility. Understand where to go for help. Uh, three, we have to we have to understand. Watch this: that we're not of this world. Okay, understanding that what we're not of this world. I don't love the world, even if it's in me, because I'm not of it. That there may be things that are in me that is contrary to who I am. It ain't me. And recognizing that gap. Watch this: First Peter two eleven. And the NLT says, dear friends, I warn you as temporary residents and foreigners to keep away from worldly desires that what wages war against your very souls. That even inside of us, I'll testify to that, that even inside of us, that there is a war raging for my soul where it's my spirit versus my worldly desires. And I swear, I wish I could tell y'all on this Zoom call that my spirit wins every time. It does not. It does not. Y'all don't mind me being honest. Um, I wish. I wish that I could. You know, it rages a war, but I'm 
pastor's so strong in spirit and I never, no, 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 no. There's a war raging on and there are times where, there, and there are battles that I lose. <laughs> come on, come on. But it says we have to understand what? That that even if the even if the world that I'm dealing is inside of me and it's waging war, that I that I cannot love it. And that's what we were talking about. You know, yeah, we know we've got to be drawn away from some things, but what happens when I love that thing? When I like that thing, when I don't want to lose it. It's that war that is raging. Again, now again, remember, but we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual power. And so we even against myself, I'm not wrestling against myself. It's a spiritual battle, right? Watch this, John 15, 19. We're going to go back to spiritual King James Version. Here we go. John 15, 19 says, if you were of the world, the world would love uh, his own. But because you're not of the world, here we go. But I have chosen you what? Out of the world. Therefore, the world hates you. John 18, 36. Jesus answered them saying, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom was of this world, then my servants would fight that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now is my kingdom not far from now. And so what he's saying is that my kingdom is not even of this world. You're a follower of Christ. You know, I'm a king's kid. I'm in a kingdom. Well, then you understand that that's not of this world. And to be drawn to it, it enticed by the things this world. We've, we've got, and so the, the thing is, the, the, the enticements of the world are always going to be out there. The only way to deal with that, what, is to deal with the in, inner man so that we're not drawn to that. And even if you are, it says tempted at all points like we are, but without sin, that draw can still be there, but not acted on. All right, here we go. We, uh, uh, we talk about being renewed from the inside out. Uh, um, uh, here's another, here's another scripture for you. Romans, uh, 12, uh, one through two. I beseech you therefore, brethren, uh, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. It says, and be not conformed to the, to this world. Don't, don't try to fit into this world. I see you, Brian. That's a preacher right there. He already know. Watch this. And be not conformed to this world. It says, but be ye transformed. By the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We got to be renewed from the inside out. Watch this. And and and, and here's what we were harping, harping on. There are times, L'Oreal, watch this, where we need to straight up get in the habit of denying ourselves. Denying ourselves. Saying no to me. You cannot have that. <laughs> you cannot go after that. You cannot do that. Oh, yeah, I know it's in you. And I know you're being drawn to it. You cannot. You can't. First Corinthians 9, 25 and 27. First Corinthians 9, 25, 27. Watch this. L'Oreal says, and anyone who competes for the prize uh, is, t- is temperate in all things. Right. Temperate in all things. Uh, they do not. Uh, they do it to obtain a perishable crown. But we for an imperishable crown. Therefore, I run this. Uh, I run this not with uncertainty. I fight not as one who beats the air. Watch what he says. But I discipline my body. Yeah, okay. I'm not, listen, self-control, discipline, not selling out any convention centers doing that. But what? He says, but what? I, I don't, I don't, I don't fight as someone who beats the air. He says, but I discipline my body and do what? And bring it into subjection. There we go. Watch this. This is, I'm not even talking to nobody else in this call but me. This is me. But I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others, 
I myself should become disqualified. Oh, my goodness. 